chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel. Streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Welcome back to the Junkyard Dogcast. And Georgia improves to 12 and 0 year for a second season in a row after a 31 to 23 victory at Georgia Tech. But Georgia fans probably didn't enjoy this one near as much as they thought because, well, I mean, you're looking at Georgia's performance, you look at how the referees kind of uh, took over this game at a certain point, the amount of commercials at this game, it being 7, 7.30 p.m. at night, actually 7.40 because of the overtime game before it. This whole thing has not been really the uh, Thanksgiving weekend game that Georgia fans wanted to enjoy, but at the end of the day, Georgia comes out with a win, stay undefeated on the year, set a new Southeastern Conference record with their 29th consecutive win, which, again, today's performance notwithstanding, you still have to remember this team is – Again, won 29 straight games, guys. It's an incredible accomplishment for Kirby Smart in this program. And, you know, looking looking at this game against Georgia Tech, it was yet another um, opportunity for Georgia to, to dominate an inferior opponent. And this was, once again, the dogs playing with their food, playing down uh, to their opponent and letting Georgia Tech stay in this game and keep it, again, a one-score game until the very end, something that, should not have happened. Obviously, Georgia coming in uh, 24 and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, this is a game where you, you know, were hoping to come out without any energy, any injuries and playing the backups. And that did not happen. The starters were in this game uh, from start to finish. Hopefully, uh, Georgia was able to come out of this thing mostly injury free. Didn't really see any major injuries. Uh, in this game, I think, uh, you know, you look at Javon Bohr getting banged up, but coming back in, obviously a big sign there. Uh, but overall, this was a performance to forget for really everyone not named Kendall Milton. Once again, Kendall Milton is playing the best football of his life when Georgia has needed it the most. Uh, a career performance by Kendall Milton. You know, coming off of a, a big senior night performance, he goes into Atlanta for the last time against Georgia Tech and runs for 156 yards and two touchdowns. Really, you know, imposing his will on Georgia Tech defenders and, and showing the kind of talent that everyone kind of looked for when him when he came to Georgia. He looked like that 
you know, top 100, top 50 running back out there against Georgia Tech. And honestly, the the last month, last four or five games, this is the Kendall Milton that Georgia fans have wanted to see and that Georgia needs. And, when you, you know, heading into December, obviously a big game next week against Alabama for the SEC Championship, but that's exactly what you want to see out of your, you know, your top running back going into postseason play. You're going to need a lot from him. But, and uh, I said he was the one guy who kind of had that performance that's up to Georgia's standard. I'll actually add Dylan Bell to that back-to-back big weeks. He's now, you know, emerging when Georgia's got wide receivers banged up. You didn't see Lad McConkey out there, no Rob Rod Thomas. And then also, you know, Brock Bowers being held out precautionary holding these guys out, trying to get ready again for that SC championship game. So Dylan Bell once again steps up uh, as one of the most dependable playmakers on this team, has three catches for 37 yards, uh, had that big 29-yard run, and also had a, had a big uh, return as well. I, I believe he had a 39-yard kickoff return. So gave Georgia big plays when they needed it most and also – Dominic Lovett had a solid game as well. Five catches for 68 yards, had that touchdown catch. Uh, You know, there were guys making plays when they needed it to. Not the best day from Carson Beck out there. Obviously, he had that pick across the middle where he kind of forced it in there, Uh, you know, forced the throw he didn't need to make. Still, you know, threw for 175 yards and a touchdown. Um, kind of came up short in that slide when he needed to get that first down. Came up three yards uh, short of the the first down marker. Kirby Smart let him know, you know, next time, buddy, you, you got to make sure you, you, you try to get as close to that first down marker as you can on a slide like that. Um, but overall, not Beck's best performance, and definitely a performance that Georgia's defense would like to to have back, uh, allowing an opponent to score 23 points for the first time this season. You obviously don't want that to be Georgia Tech, your in-state rival. Uh, A lot of the, you know, the linebacker play, you don't have a pop out there. You don't have Jermon Dumas-Johnson out there. You're asking Smile Munnan and and a freshman and C.J. Allen to to step up. C.J. had an outstanding game against Ole Miss, this game uh, is a game that he would like to have back, even though he had eight tackles tied with Smile Monday for the team lead. Uh, missed, a, missed a lot of reads out there and allowed a lot of, you know, just extra yards, yards, you know, after contact and yards just, you know, that should have been tackles for loss in this game allowed, allowed Georgia Tech's ball carriers to really get upfield and, and, and get huge chunks of yardage on this defense that has overall played solid all year. Uh, but this performance against Georgia Tech, I mean, this this is a team that came in turning the ball over a lot, kind of couldn't get out of its way. Uh, credit to Hanks King, played an outstanding game. But uh, at, the, at the end of the day, um, allowing Georgia Tech to get 363 yards, uh, allowing them again to – to continue to move the chains on on third down, I, I think uh, it's something that Kirby Smart will will probably take into next week's practice, and uh, I have to imagine it's going to be as physical practice as, as Georgia's had all season as they prepare for for Alabama. But overall, Georgia came out with a win. 
you know, and that's that's the most important uh, part of this game was just coming out as injury-free as possible, getting the win. They did enough to get it done. They forced Georgia Tech to settle for field goals. Um, they took advantage of the, you know, the clock in the second half. Georgia Tech threatened even in the fourth quarter. But in the end, I think, you know, obviously Georgia – uh, was never really in doubt of losing this game. It just wasn't able to put a, it away as early as any of us really kind of thought right now. But, um, again, you, you look at the fact that Georgia had several starters out, Tate Ratlitch was also, you know, dressed out but didn't participate. So you don't have your your right guard in there. You don't have two of your starting wide receivers. You don't have your tight end. Um those are big time playmakers, and it was noticeable on offense. But they had guys, you know, rise to the occasion. They made history, like I said, with that win streak. And now they, again, they're at an unprecedented time in program history. Uh, I think the the last time they go undefeated three consecutive regular seasons was uh, 1993 to 1995 in Nebraska. Long time, long time ago. But now, again, uh, this clean old fashioned hate continues to be one-sided six straight wins in the series now they're now 71 41 and five against the yellow jackets and uh i think if, if you're kirby smart you know you're now 11 and one as a player and as a coach against georgia tech i know that means a lot to him and uh this next week is going to mean a lot to georgia as it tries to get into the college football playoffs again uh, big showdown with the top 10 team in Alabama who coming off beating Auburn 27-24. So two close games, both closer than either team thought they would be. And now, uh, once again, you, you play for the conference championship. This is what uh, they suited up for. This is what they practice all offseason for. And we'll be discussing that matchup all week on Dogs 247. But for this edition of the Junkyard Dogcast, I'm Kip Adams. You guys have a great weekend. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.